Welcome back to Sports and Stuff Blizzard Edition. We are here surviving the blizzard of December 2020, December 17th. Special <laughs> guest today. <laughs> what? Something funny? Uh, yeah, you thought it was the 20th. Uh, December 2020 is the 17th. Not even 20th. You thought it was like the 20th, the 20 something. <laughs> the 20, 20th, 20th of 2020. Exactly. Special guest today, announce yourself to the crowd. Hello, crowd. This, it's T.O., and that was the greatest introduction I think I possibly could ask for. It wasn't even an introduction. I had to introduce myself. Well, you know, it was a special. I don't want to, like, you know, say it before it happens. It gets all ex- It's too exciting to have you announce yourself. I need to talk to my manager. See, and everybody just knows you by voice, so the second that you say something, it's, it's you don't even have to really announce yourself. You just have to talk. And you crushed it. <laughs> he's the he's the producer of the show. Everybody knows who he is. He hasn't uh, been around since I don't know. It's been a minute, but he was you know the first. He's the producer. He's the most important person we have on the show outside of CJ and I. Exactly. Eh? Outside of you. <laughs> it's funny because I don't think I've done anything since about 2018. Yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> yeah, but they don't need to know that. We can keep quiet about that. All right, just yeah. cut that part out. all right so yeah this podcast is gonna be a mess we're uh all remote basically we have recordings overlapping things are on delay but we're just gonna power through it um might be on delay yeah it's it's just gonna be a mess but you know that's we just embrace it here um we'll start off with some football cj after blowing a 10 game lead on me had only a one game lead Ah. going into last week but I have good news for you, CJ. Pull away. <laughs> uh, kind of. You uh, have <laughs> two games on me now. <laughs> last week, All right. Last week you went two and or three and two, and I went two and three. So, congratulations, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, imagine not going over five hundred. Um, so last week's games. Let me get to them here. We had Patriots Rams. Um. I would. I think last week I said the Patriots are back, but I also picked the Rams, and then the Rams crushed them. Yeah, I think I picked the Patriots. Um, Packers Lions. We both picked the Packers. Uh, we both lost that one because the Lions decided to lose by seven, and the spread was seven and a half. How stupid is that? Yeah. All you got to do is cover. <laughs> what does it say? Good teams win. Great teams cover. Exactly. But that goes the other way. That's if you win, you also cover. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Cardinals, Giants. Um, I stupidly picked the Giants, and then the Cardinals won. Uh, are the Giants bad again, DJ? Yeah, they just had a good. They had one good week, and then two weeks where they beat up on crappy teams, and then they finally played a good team, and you know they regressed to the mean. Do you still think they are going to make the playoffs, or is this Washington's division now? I would think Washington gets their schedules a lot easier, and I'm not confident that the Giants are going to win against the Browns or the Ravens, so we'll we'll see, but I don't think it's likely. And then the Sunday night game, we had Steelers at Bills. Both picked the Bills. Great win for us there, and the Bills look great. Um, They're like a serious contender. I know T.O. doesn't want to hear that. But we'll get to him and his Jets. And <laughs> are you and anti-Bills, Tio? To be, to be honest, I'm not really anti-Bills. Like, I don't want to 
it, I, I'm rooting for them to win the division because I don't want the other options. I just it's not the Patriots. Get, <laughs> I just hope they get crushed. Like, let, let, let's say second round of playoffs. Let, let them win a game. I love the city of Buffalo and the Sabres. So that's true. That's tough for you. You're a Sabres fan, but you have to root against the Bills. Yeah, I. I don't know why I'm a Jets fan. But. <laughs> I think every Jets fan is doing that this year. Every year. Yeah, it would just be more fun to be a Bills fan than a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah, it, would it be, though? Like, it would be right now, but in, in the grand scheme of things. You have a Super Bowl, they Bills? don't. That's true. If the Bills were to drop off right now, this would just be their uh, their version of you guys making two AFC Championship games. Exactly. And I... I don't, I don't know why I'm still not convinced that Josh Allen is, like, the guy of the future. I'm not convinced on Josh Allen, but I'm convinced on Sean McDermott. And that's the biggest difference between the Bills and the Jets right now is the head coach is not not a good situation for the Jets. Oh, it's not? No, I mean, I don't think so. And it's not even so much getting rid of Adam Gase. When's the last time they had a head coach that you really loved? Like Rex Ryan. <laughs> and that guy was the worst. <laughs> yeah, but he was fun. That's true. And he, and he won a few game. games. Exactly. Uh, I think I think it was maybe pulled the hook too quickly on that one, but on Rex? Yeah. Really? Uh I don't know. Cuz he definitely had a few down years before uh before he got booted. Yeah, but he couldn't do anything. I guess the argument would be he ruined Mark Sanchez, but my counter-argument would be... Mark Sanchez is... Yeah, he was just bad. (laughs) Right, like, Mark Sanchez was his best option. That's... (laughs) That's worse than Rex Ryan being your head coach. I like to look back on it more as he got us to the, the AFC Championship game with Mark Sanchez. Right. And that's more an accolade than anything else. I'll just say the Jets' defense was good back then. That was pretty much the reason they got to where they got. It's really good. Revis and Cromartie. It's okay. Now we have Lamar Jackson and was it Bryce Hall or something like that? Yeah, that was fun to realize during their game the other day. That I didn't oh, know they had a Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> cool. Not yeah. the MVP, though, of course. Hey, do, you, do, you guys, do you guys know about our cornerbacks? No, I do not. I don't. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one is an undrafted rookie, and the other is a six-round rookie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Those are our top two corners. <laughs> oh no. Is that? I hope that's by injury. Um. No. We. Oh cut, no. We cut Pierre Desir. Um. There might be one more injury, but it's not like he'd be any better. Right. Oh my god, that's horrible! So at this point, are you just assuming zero and sixteen is gonna happen? Um, you have the Rams, the Browns, and the Patriots. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming and I'm rooting. Um, are you? But if yeah. Jacksonville wins another game, you would want to win one, right? So that's the ideal scenario. If you asked me last week, I'd want Jacksonville to win and then us to beat Seattle. Right. Because of how funny that'd be for Jamal. Jamal, yeah. Yeah, he took <laughs> a, a little bit too big of a victory lap considering how bad the Jets are. I mean, no offense, but just like 
I, and I get why he doesn't like them. Well, I don't really get why he doesn't like them, but I get why he would call them out. But he, they're 0-13. You're supposed to do that. <laughs> I have never disliked an athlete more than I have Jamal Adams. Really? Really? Like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, I never liked, but I at least I at least respect the guy. Like he, I see him as the greatest of all time. Jamal Adams, though, like clown. Huh? Wow, that's crazy. You can't. Th- wow. I, Not I even like a Red Sox player. After everything he did. No, because most most of the good Red Sox players, I at least respect. Oh, Manny Ramirez can go to hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's coming Ramirez back by the way. <laughs> 48 years old coming back. (laughs) None of them hurt me like Jamal Adams did, though. CJ, you know, Jamal Adams was like my my guy for the future. I got the same thing. He was, uh, and he was really good. He was one of the better players that you've had in the past decade. And that obviously sucked. Yeah, so I hope he does. I'm sorry if you're lost. And I hope the Seahawks do terrible. So their first round picks that we got are better. Yeah, so how many picks did you get for him? Two first rounders. Alright. That's not that's not the worst. <laughs> Alright, I just need to point out there's like a clear delay for oh, Elijah. Yeah, no. So every editing. once in a while. I'm gonna be editing this for a while. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Because I was going to say, it might be very funny for people to just hear T.O. or I finish a point, and then three seconds of silence before anyone says anything. No, I'm already <laughs> gearing up to edit all of it, so we're good. <laughs> Exciting. It'll be a fun day. Um, last At least you won't be of... shoveling. No, I already did that this morning. Um, last game of the week, we had Ravens and Browns, probably the game of the year. This was absolutely incredible. It was really entertaining, uh, especially like with the drama of Lamar Jackson getting hurt and then coming back. It just added to it. Tio, did you watch this game? Um, I watched like the last ten minutes of it, and I feel like that's all I needed yeah, to watch. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, that, and that. Then... <laughs> that's all I needed to see. I, that was amazing, though. That was fun. Do you, so? Do we think he had to poop? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you you watch the tape. Well, watch the tape. I think it the answer lies. See, but my question there with the tent now, why wouldn't he just go in there and do what he has to do? What's he gonna do? Poop? Yeah. It's the Ronnie Locke cut off his finger to play. You know, <laughs> someone's above pooping in a bucket. <laughs> I'm gonna take his word Which for it. Which Lamar Jackson are we talking about? The Jets quarterback? Oh yeah, yeah, the other one, the the uh, non MVP one, future MVP. <laughs> You say he's a cornerback, not a safety? Yeah, he's a corner. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a future MVP. I wonder what the odds of that are. They probably don't exist because it's never going to happen. Yeah, like, I wonder what would have to happen for a cornerback to win MVP. Like, how good they would have to be that season. I don't think at this point it's a quarterback league. I don't think there's ever going to be a time that we're, like, a cornerback or some odd position wins the MVP at this point. Yeah, it's quarterback, running back, maybe a wide receiver. Not to sound like even more of a Jets homer, but Brevis didn't win any. Yeah. When he was dominant, right? He's as yeah, but that was also the height of Brady. Like, you also yeah. have to think about who they're going against. But obviously, for the next 10 years, whoever's in the NFL is going to be competing with at least Pat Mahomes. And then, you know, Lamar will get good again in 
I'm sure like Herbert might eventually be Trevor there. Trevor Lawrence. Nah, Andre wait. <laughs> Whoever the Giants draft. Tom Brady for the next Tom years. Brady forever. Yeah. <laughs> Go, going back to that, uh, the Browns-Ravens game, though. Do you guys also find, like, do you enjoy watching Baker Mayfield lose? I have nothing against the guy. I just like to watch him lose. Yeah, and like as as crappy as this is, it's kind of fun to me that the Browns are just the team. The Browns and the Jets are, and for some reason, not the Lions, but the Browns and the Jets are the teams that we just always make fun of for losing, and like it's just what they do. So it's it's kind of fun to watch the Browns stay, or at least be reminded of who they are. And also, we don't like the young upcoming team because it's a threat to our teams, right? So. Speak for yourself. <laughs> You're right. Nothing's a threat to the Jets. They don't have anything to play for. Actually, the Jaguars are a threat to you guys. No, the Jets are a threat to themselves, which is dangerous because if they win, they're just going to screw everything right. up. And of course, you, you guys know they're going. Yeah, to. Oh, yeah. they're going to win one of these games and screw everything. It doesn't up. matter. They'll ruin whoever, whichever quarterback they get. Imagine ruining Trevor Lawrence. To to be honest, if I mean I, I I want Trevor Lawrence, but if the Jets were to somehow screw it up, they don't get Trevor Lawrence, blah blah blah. It's weird to say I'm still comfortable with Sam Darnold. Really? Really? I I I thought you were gonna say Fields. I believe in Sam. I honestly think that his problem right now is just Adam Gase being so terrible. It definitely doesn't help, but have you seen like like, Aaron Rodgers has had horrible coaching his whole career, and I know that you're not ever going to expect Darnold to become Aaron Rodgers, but you can be good enough to outplay bad coaching. Have you seen, like, any I, of I that, really? I, I don't think Darnold will ever be Aaron Rodgers, but I think with with the right guy and the, and the right weapons, he can be, you know, top 15 quarterback. And for a Jets fan, that is... All you can ever ask for. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the Browns good, like at all. Um, so I'm actually kind of excited to see them succeed this year. So I don't know. I'm rooting for Baker at this point. I'm rooting for the Browns to make a playoff run if they can. CJ, do you enjoy watching the Browns be good without Odell? <laughs> I don't hate Odell. I, it didn't work out in New York, but I think that's in large part because Gettleman is just the worst and didn't want to have a player who was bigger than the team around, but I don't really hate him. I I would like to see him continue to do well, but maybe not in Cleveland. So it's not Jamal Adams level of hate for you? Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's... (laughs) See, and that's the thing, though. Odell, like, Odell was definitely a headache, but Jamal was like, hey, I don't want to be here. He, like, torched the Jets to get out of there. Odell was just traded. And everything with Jamal, I won't get into the big rabbit hole, but it was just so unnecessary and, like, him causing drama to get out of New York. And it was just kind of like, like, why are you doing this? Besides the team just, like, being bad, I guess is the main excuse, but... But like you can't like you could just come out and say like hey I don't really want to be somewhere where I don't think winning is going to happen anytime soon like you you can go about that in a nice way and he wasn't even close to that. No, he made a media frenzy of it. Which maybe that's the better way to 
make sure you actually get moved, but I I understand, especially why a Jets fan wouldn't like it. Yeah, I'm also not a fan of doing that in general, the causing a disturbance to get traded. Like, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, just, like, you, you, you ruin franchises sometimes. Right. Uh, CJ picked the Ravens. So he, actually, he got the plus one there. I lost, and that that's for the week. Crazy pick of the week. Uh, the Jets let me down. I said the Jets win. Darnold would have three touchdowns and there were t- no turnovers, and I can just stop at the first part of that because they got crushed. Uh, CJ said the entire AFC East You're close. <laughs> the entire AFC East would win, and the Jets lost. That was the first team he listed, so his entire run also ended there. So the Jets ruined both of our crazy picks this week. Patriots also lost. And the Dolphins lost. Yeah. The Bills won, though. <laughs> the Bills won. He almost had it. Uh, week 15, T.O., I have to write you down there as a special guest appearance. Um we have some Saturday games. That's exciting. And the Packers are one of them. How do you guys feel yeah. about Saturday games? Um, I don't mind it when college football it doesn't have anything big going on. Is that like the off week in college football this week? Well, it's going into bowl season. So there's bowl games. Like I, I know Notre Dame plays Saturday, but I think that's during the 4 o'clock. Or no, that's that might be early. I, I enjoy the Saturday game. It makes it feel like really special. Like, like only a playoff time kind of vibe. Yeah. I feel that. But it definitely makes me watch them, because what else am I watching? Good point. So we have tonight's game. We have the Chargers at the Raiders. Um, and all of a sudden, the Raiders are a joke, even though they beat the Chiefs this year. And they are three-point favorites at home against the Chargers. Um, I will pick first because of the crazy delay that we're on. I'm going to take the <laughs> Raiders at home. Tia, you want to go next? Do you guys include the spread? Yeah, so the uh, Chargers are... are getting three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers, actually. I like the way they've been looking. And the Raiders almost lost to the Jets and then got crushed by somebody else last week, didn't they? Oh, uh, they got crushed by the Falcons a couple weeks ago. I think last week was closer. Uh, oh, no, 44-27 week, 44-27 to the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree with the other. Yeah. I'm going to take the Chargers. I think they got a decent chance to win outright. They only lost by five the first time, and the Raiders were a much better team when they played that time. I just feel like the Chargers have found every single way possible to lose this year, and I don't know. Just give me three. They and have half been really good at teams. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's why I'll take them. Uh, with the the, yeah, well, the hook <laughs> makes it tough—the half point because I could definitely yeah. see like the Raiders winning on a field goal. Um, next game we have Panthers at Packers. Packers are eight and a half point favorites at home. I just don't think I'll ever pick against the Packers at this point, but. Might as well take the Packers anyway. <laughs> yeah, eight and a half seems too small to me, so I'm going to go with the Packers too. I just think their offense is too good, and I, I think McCaffrey might end up being out again for the Panthers, which that kind of sucks. It, it sucks to lose a player that good in the prime of his career for almost a full season. Especially against our um, uh, rush defense? Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he would. Uh, he would look like he played a full season if he played you guys for a game. <laughs> Tio, what about you? So I'm gonna go with the Packers as well. Everything you guys just said, plus the fact that I've picked the Panthers two <laughs> other times this year, and both times were just totally, totally wrong. So I am off that. They, they had, that, they had that game against the Saints. 
that was like a three-point game, and then I was like, oh, maybe they're for real, and then the rest of the year they've been terrible. I think I picked them last week, and it would have completed a, th- a three-team parlay I had, and of course. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, as soon as there's money on it, it's just it intensifies the frustration by so much. Because like even when I lost my survivor pool, it was like, oh, that sucks, but you know, it's whatever. When I lo- when I lose like my sheet for that week, whatever game makes me lose, it just frustrates me for the rest of the day. <laughs> All right, next up we have Bills at Broncos. Bills are only six-point favorites on the road in Denver. Um, I don't know why that is. I feel like the Bills are just a much better team. And I still don't know if the Broncos have a quarterback, even if they got their quarterbacks back. Yeah. Drew Locke is – Yeah. He's got 13 interceptions. I feel like the Broncos make every game close, though. Have you guys also seen that or thought about it, besides that one week without a quarterback? Yeah, like they played the Chiefs close they played the dolphins close or they beat the dolphins uh they played i mean they lost to the falcons but yeah they're one of those weird teams that they'll they can lose or they can beat anybody but they could also lose to the bad i think this game is hard for the being only six points i mean i i think it really could be could it be a letdown game for the bills Bills anyway yeah what's what was the number on it elijah six is the number I'll, t- I'll take the Broncos with the points. I think their front seven is good enough to at least make Josh Allen have to throw a little bit quicker, and I don't trust his accuracy when he has to get rid of the ball quickly. Next up, we have possibly, you know, the game of the week, Browns at Giants. I mean, the Giants have been just playing everybody <laughs> tough. They've been crushing it, but I have to go with the Browns. Well, two 26 weeks ago, to 7 last week. <laughs> yeah, that's close for them, you know. Um, <laughs> last week, was it last week? Yeah, I said that the Browns are the best team in the AFC. I don't know why I said it, but I kind of have to stick with it at this point. So, obviously, I'm taking the best team in the AFC, the Browns here. I mean, it's got to be them or the Ravens, right? Yeah, it's definitely not All the bad. Chiefs. <laughs> DJ, wait, remember last year when I said that the uh, Chiefs wouldn't make the playoffs? <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I totally forgot to pick Crushed them. Crushed there, too. <laughs> And you're like, what about the Chiefs? And I'm like, they're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally easy to forget about maybe the best quarterback we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> Browns Giants is what we're doing, right? Yes, Browns Giants four and a half. Giants are getting or four and a half point underdogs. I'm going to say the Browns went comfortably. I, I think Miles Garrett might literally eat Daniel Jones. Oh, no. <laughs> if he wants to, he yeah, will. I'm going to go with the Browns as well, just looking at last week and uh, how these teams are kind of trending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Browns are clearly they're a good team. I mean, obviously last week didn't go their way, but that's also against the Ravens and Lamar Jackson looked more like himself. And the Browns are... Oh, they're a legit nine and four. I still think they could lose to pretty much any playoff team, but they proved last week with the Titans that they can beat, or two weeks ago with the Titans that they can beat legitimate playoff teams, and then they proved this week with the Ravens that they can at least be in it with other <laughs> other playoff. Teams. I mean, they'll, add on they'll have that, a shot to make um, a little run. I, I'm sticking with the Browns, but honestly, if the Giants won this game. I wouldn't be all that surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the Giants still have the looked Browns. good. 
(laughs) (laughs) Their defense has been a lot better. Um, I still don't trust our offense to do anything, especially with Daniel Jones. (laughs) At least he's safe. I mean, I don't think he's actually a better option than Daniel Jones, but I know that we're not going to turn the ball over four times if he's playing. Or I think we're less likely to, at least. Only three times. Oh, was it only three last week? No, I was just saying how instead of four turnovers... Oh, McCoy's going to only three times. <laughs> He's only going to have only three. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. And then we have the Monday night game of the week. Holy moly, Steelers at Bengals. Why are they giving the Bengals a primetime game? I have no idea. But Bengals are 13-point underdogs at home. I'm going to take the Bengals here. Divisional game could be close. Steelers have looked a little fraudulent the past couple of weeks. 13 points is a lot. I'm taking the Bengals. Isn't it too bad that they can't flex out Monday games? This is going to be awful. Like, even if it's a close game, that just means the Steelers played like crap. So what, they can flex out, like, Sunday games, but not Monday games? Is that the deal? I would imagine that's just because teams don't want to have to change, like, their schedule and their off week. And, like, you don't want to make a team shrink their week if they weren't planning on it. We've seen with COVID how much... Players and coaches don't like that. Right. So what do you guys think for this game? Yeah, I I agree with you. The Steelers have played crappy the past few weeks, but I think they might take advantage of this game as a chance to show that they're still a legit AFC contender. So I'll, I'll take the Steelers to cover just because I don't think they're going to let up at all. What about you, T.O.? What was the game that Joe Burrow got hurt? Was that the Washington game? Yeah, I believe so. So since then, they were able to put up 17 against the Giants, nine or only seven against the Dolphins, and only seven against the Cowboys. Um, I, I know the Steelers, in my mind, are frauds right now, especially living with a Steelers fan. Um, but <laughs> but I, I think they're going to be a little irritated over the last two weeks for them. Uh, I think they can cover 13 points. What does your roommate think? Is she Does she think they're... Not that, not as good as their record says, or is she all in? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I, I remind her of the fact that their schedule has been an absolute cakewalk. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I do think they're a fraudulent team. I think they're good. I don't think they're what their record shows. Right. I mean, they beat the Giants by ten. The Broncos by five, the Texans by a touchdown, the Eagles by just, Without even naming the scores, just look at the teams you're listing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they did, they beat up on the Browns pretty good, though. And they did beat the Titans and Ravens once. The, the Browns. Or they beat the Ravens twice. Yeah, the, the Browns were, they played them twice. Uh, no, they play week 17, which people were talking about it could be for the division, but the Steelers would have to All drop right. one. But they play the Colts next week, which is possible. I, I remember that game. Thir- All right, 38-7 against the Browns. That's one of those things where I feel like you just got to erase that. Like, the Browns probably came out flat, got, you know, hopes down, and the Steelers just freight trained. I still don't think they're that good. I don't either, uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if they beat the Chiefs, but I wouldn't be surprised if they beat any other team in the playoffs. Fair enough. All right, and then... Elijah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> those are the games for this week. Um, if Teal goes 5-0, I'll reward him handsomely with money. A couple more talking notes here. What are your thoughts? What are your guys' thoughts on the college football rankings? I will let you guys talk first, and I'll add my thoughts in at the end. The whole Ohio State not playing enough games, teams that are undefeated, getting ripped off, all that stuff. All right, Tio, I'll let you take it if you want. Uh, so, I mean, to be honest with you, I have not paid any attention to college football. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I paid attention for a hot sec with Michigan, saw where that train was <laughs> heading, and uh, <laughs> kind of stopped. Well, okay, so you're a Michigan fan, so I, I'll, I'll explain the situation here. Do you know what happened at all with Ohio State? Uh, their game was canceled because covid Right, so their game against Michigan was canceled, which made it so Ohio State could only play five games. And at the start of the season, the Big Ten had a rule that said you had to play six games to make the conference championship game, but they amended that rule so Ohio State could get in. And people are, I would say, understandably pretty upset about that. So... My take working in college sports and seeing all this madness happen at the basketball level. Um, so just because that rule was put in place at the beginning of the year, uh, it, it's so hard to predict that stuff. I know it might have seemed like a good idea, idea at the time, um, but you can't just not have, you know, the team not play because so because the other team, especially test was the one that tested positive for COVID. I mean, I get that, and and I don't necessarily disagree with that. But why would first of all they shouldn't have put that rule into place, and second of all they're only changing it specifically for Ohio State to get in, which I think is what people are upset about because they have Indiana too, which is a really good team, and if Ohio State had to play uh, their full regular season schedule, maybe they would have dropped one of those games, and uh, Indiana would have gotten in anyway. So. I understand why people would argue that it's not fair to have the rule in place and then change it when, like you're saying, it's it's unpredictable. But the one thing that we know about it is that it is unpredictable. So why I don't think they should have gone ahead and said this is going to be our rule if they knew there was a chance they'd have to change it. Exactly. I, I'm more upset that the rule was made in the first place than it is that they changed it. Because yeah. you, you, you just don't know what's going to happen with this kind of stuff. I still think the basketball minimum um, is going to be challenged this year. Uh, what is it? Do you know? I, I believe – I'm going to get these numbers wrong. But I believe it was 13 games, and they might have dropped it to 12. Um, you know, big whoop. Um, right. Uh, but like 14, they dropped it to 13. I'm not sure. But either way, it's – But if it's 13 and Duke is 12-0, and 0, they're not going to put him in the tournament. That like that's, that's... The thing. Um, I, I think college <laughs> basketball, you're dealing with a lot more, you know, so many more teams to where you can probably have a replacement. Um, right. But at the football level, like you know, you want to see Ohio State there. Right, and that's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, ba- basketball-wise, I think you're going to see that tested, though. I mean, at, at least for us, Sienna still hasn't played a game. Right. Kind of ridiculous. Um, Sienna. Uh-huh. <laughs> I moved locations. Is this better? Um, great. Talk when we're done talking. Hello, hello, hello. That's much better. How about that? 
There's still it's a like, small delay, but it's definitely better. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So what about like teams like Cincinnati, who's eight zero, being behind like a Florida and Georgia and Ohio State for that matter, or Iowa State? Sorry, is that just like a two loss team, or sorry, is that just more like a uh, SEC thing, that, like better competition? Yeah, I think so. And it's it's tough with college football. I have this argument with Chris Honorado at work probably. 10 times a year is it <laughs> why name drop we, we have yeah <laughs> we have the people in place instead of the computers because we want to know which teams are the best and put them in but it's so tough especially in a year like this because you can't necessarily prove who the best team is during the regular season because of course we all think that Florida is probably going to be able to beat Cincinnati more often than not if they played each other but we we just don't know and i i always argue that they should expand the playoffs at least a little bit to give teams like Cincinnati or UCF a few years ago a chance because we're we're clearly biased towards Alabama, right? Like, and not that we shouldn't be, but it's not impossible for an obscure team to one year be good enough to beat Alabama, right. at least in one game. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It's just, I don't know. It's the, like you think about like the markets too, and you want all the SEC, big SEC teams that literally only have football. You want them to be there. I guess it's where all the money is. But like, that's the thing too, think, right? I think we've talked about it before, like having like the winner of each power five conference and then you have just a at large bid almost. Right. And I don't, that would make the most sense to me for the playoff at least. Yeah. I would, I would be good with that too, because then if people want to say that the eighth seed has no chance of beating Alabama, fine. I, although this year would Georgia have no shot of beating Alabama if they played right now? I haven't watched probably. those teams play, but probably not. Okay, it would it would, <laughs> it would be a long shot, but I don't think people would say it's impossible, right? But then circling back to the money, you know, if you're the I don't even say NCAA. If you're anybody, would you rather have Georgia, you know, Ohio State or Alabama or whatever you just said, or Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah, Coastal Carolina. You're, you're gonna get way way more clicks <laughs> with Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a bummer. I like to. Yeah, but that like right, and, and that's what sucks for like. So now, and as much as we say that though, a team like Clemson, if we were to go back fifteen years ago, I couldn't have told. And obviously, I was a little kid, but I wouldn't have been <laughs> able to tell you where Clemson was. I would have never even heard of them. So, like, how can Cincinnati ever become the next Clemson if we don't ever give them a chance to play real teams? They have to go three straight years undefeated. All right. <laughs> glad to glad to know the uh, qualifications. <laughs> you can't lose for three years. What was your number, Tio? Yeah, I have some breaking news. Um, Whoa! Just got it from the Athletic that Henrik Lundqvist will miss the season with a heart condition. Oh no! Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So just went to the Capitals, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. He. Do we want to so do hockey cool. talk? I can sit out for that. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, uh, you have any more hockey talk? Wait, Tio, I have a question. As a, as a hockey expert that you are, give me some good news on the Red Wings. Um, Dylan Larkin seems pretty sweet. <laughs> and that was talking Red Wings. 
<laughs> Did they get like the fourth pick overall or something? I didn't pay attention to the draft this year. So I know we gave you the greatest introduction in the entire world, but why don't you give a little bit about what's going on with what you're doing and why you're not paying attention to other things going on? Because you're in the middle of all the NCA stuff. So just tell us what's going on with like your job and with COVID. How's that all working out for you? Yeah, long story short, it's absolute madness 24 hours a day. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but the the biggest thing is just schedule changes. Um, you know, every time a team tests positive, at least for us, they have to go into a mandatory two-week shutdown, um, which just throws all the schedules off. Um, but we have this thing in place at the MAC where, you know, Sienna gets a, a positive test. You know, they have to sit out for two weeks. Um, that could affect pretty much any other team. So if you're St. Peter's and you didn't have a game this week, um, but Sienna was supposed to play Monmouth and they can't now, well, guess what? You might be playing Monmouth now. <laughs> so that'll open up schedules Jeez. later on in the year. Okay. Um, it kind of sucks from, you know, a coaching standpoint if you're one of those guys or girls that, you know, likes to adamantly prepare. But that's just the world we're living in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw that with Tennessee. I know they had the first couple of games canceled. Then they literally scheduled Colorado the week of. And I was just thinking, that's got to be tough because, like, you plan for the first game for how long, and then it gets canceled. Then you got to plan for a random team to show up and just go for it. (laughs) And the one thing that might be a little bit nice, though, is that at least you still know that you're going to play these teams and you know the teams you're playing, but it's just tough because you obviously – you, I would imagine most coaches aren't game planning five games in advance, so they don't know every team in the league. They just know, or the conference, they just know the handful that they're like the maybe two or three that they're going to play next. And diving deeper into that, it's even harder as a coach to, you know, in a normal year, you can say, all right, I'm playing Sienna. How'd they do, you know, against this this team, that team, the next team? Right. This year, there's there's almost nothing to go off of for some teams. In, in Santa, <laughs> there is literally nothing to go off of. Right. How did Santa do in practice the other day? Fantastic. <laughs> they still have Jalen Pickett and Manny Camper, so they're still the favorites to win it. But huh. so, what about like what about for you? How has it changed for you in general? Uh, for me in general, um, so I do media communications, all that stuff. Uh, last year they had me, um, another person in the same role as me and an intern. Um, this year it's just me. Oh no. (laughs) Makes it easy. I now, I I used to have just women's basketball. Now I have men's basketball as well. So that's been kind of cool. I've, you know, gotten to know some of the, the men's coaches and followed those programs a little bit more closely than I have in the past, but. Um, Rick Pitino said I look like Mickey Rourke. That was fun. Nice. <laughs> he said, Did yeah, you know he's from Schenectady? It was a specific Mickey Rourke, though. It was Mickey Rourke from, like, the 1984 film something, something, something. Oh. <laughs> well, because if you look at Mickey Rourke now, that would not be a compliment. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you probably should have been offended by that. Did you tell him he looks like a vampire? <laughs> no, I laughed. And I'll <laughs> thanks, coach. <laughs> <laughs> What, what do you do when Rick Pitino says you look like Mickey Rourke from this 1980s film? Say thank I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess your reaction of haha, thanks, coach, is all you can really do. I think, yeah. I, I, think I said I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, coach, I'll take it. Well, wait, Mark, Mark Singlay's in Albany tweeted, I don't know if you guys saw that, he tweeted out a picture of it. Um, 
I don't know why. I guess because I'm so famous. But he said, oh, easy. He said, I, I own a head coach, Rich Pitino, ends the conference call by comparing Matt, director of communications, to Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, now I got to look through the Pope young Mickey Rourke. Kind of disrespectful that he didn't call you by name. No, he, he did it, and he quoted it and said, Mac Communications Director Taylor O'Connor. Oh, okay, that's good at least. And then, do you think Rick Pitino knows your name, or do you think that he's just going to call you Mickey? No, he, he, I know for a fact he knows my name because um, I met him when I was at Fairfield last weekend, and he said, hey, Taylor, how are you? And then mentioned the Mickey Rourke thing and gave me a fist bump. <laughs> Oh, so he's oh, gonna. Wow. I it see at this point, wouldn't it be cooler if he started calling you Mickey? Because then you'd be like, yeah, he calls me Mickey because we have this whole backstory <laughs> together. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, he seems pretty. He seems pretty nice so far. I haven't had to work with him too closely, but he hasn't been causing a ruckus. I just sent in a group text with both of you a picture of young Mickey Rourke from the 1984 movie So and So. No, uh, it was just from around that time, the, the I guess. The Pope of Greenwich Village. The Pope of Greenwich Village. Interesting. All right, I'm pulling up the picture now. I don't see it. <laughs> That's just a young Mickey Rourke, though. I'll see if he looks... What's yeah. it called? The Pope of Greenwich Village? I'll, I'll send another video in it. Oh, that's a good-looking photo of him. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why it doesn't look anything like it. <laughs> Did you instantly go home and watch the movie? No, and I have no plans on watching said movie. <laughs> Alright, I got a picture of him from the Pope and Green, which I don't see it at all. Do you, have that, do you have that brown suit? I do not have the brown suit. But you guys then haven't I seen can't it in a while. I have, I have hair now. You do? Dude, I've seen luscious locks of hair. I do have luscious locks of hair. <laughs> I don't see it. Is it wait the picture you sent Tio? Is that from the movie? Yep. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't see, see it, it either. <laughs> but when Coach Rick Pitino tells you something, you say, "Okay, thanks, Coach." <laughs> <laughs> My mindset exactly. <laughs> um, you should. Yeah. Tell him, you should tell him that you're from near where Mickey Rourke is from. I I told Single Ace that I prefer the Iron Man version better. That's fair. I watched another movie with him the other day. It was called like The Girl or something. That's pretty good. That's does all I have not, on that. Does he look and like that's him? and that was talking Mickey. Moore. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my he's he's from Schenectady. He was in Iron Man and then a couple other movies. <laughs> and there you go. And we are experts because he's from around our area. Oh, he probably knows Pat Riley too. And I think Mickey Rourke went to the same school that Pat Riley graduated from. So, Schenectady. Yeah. Oh wow! So there, you, I bet you have a whole connection. Wow! Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Six so yeah, that pretty much. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, exactly. That pretty much wraps up the sports podcast for this week. We are going to do a stuff one with To as well. Um, hopefully, it won't be as clunky. I've switched locations. Wi-Fi is better. Delays Definitely has sounded better for the past ten minutes. But we're going to edit it, and it's going to sound beautiful no matter what. Yeah, so. they'll have no idea anything was even off. Yeah, no, it's going to sound great. Uh, T.O., thanks for coming on. Keep up the good work. And uh, go Kanishas. <laughs> go Griffs. Love them. I love uh, Coach Reggie Miller. He's fun. 
What Reggie Miller is their coach? Reggie Miller's their coach? Or not Reggie Miller. Um, Reggie Wither. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I <laughs> very very different guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was on Twitter about ten minutes before I hopped on this, and I favored something from Reggie Miller. So I think nice. <laughs> Big Mac expert Reggie Miller, their coach. <laughs> you guys should actually follow Reggie Miller on Twitter. He's pretty funny. I know. I didn't know he had a funny Twitter presence. He's funny in like general. I didn't know his Twitter presence was funny as well. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Is it funnier than Magic Johnson? Uh, Nothing's funnier than Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. Oh, Magic Johnson's is great. He just gives not... you the most obvious basketball <laughs> tweets ever. <laughs> it's not like he's trying to be funny. His tweets are just hilarious because he just says a statement and it's like, okay, thanks, Magic Johnson. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Completely useless. Ah, he's the best. 